infrastructure plan. And now it's time for Terraproof. Shut up and sit down. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Parapro. We're at 1490 AM, WWPR in Cincinnati. No, I'm kidding. Um, I used to love that show. You remember that show, man? WTRP in Cincinnati? Nope. Oh, that's right. You're way too young, man. Yep. Those, sure are like the, those, those shows were like the bomb back in the day. Yeah. MASH. I have been watching and watching and watching. I binge right. watched. I, I'm, I'm right into MASH. I've, I binge watched MASH before you were able to binge watch things. We got like, I don't know how many seasons on uh-huh. like DVD, VHS, something like that. And I used to watch crap out of MASH. That Dude, is my stuff, man. I, I, I went down this whole man of just seriously binge watching MASH. And I have forgot how many like stars, like big stars now, have cameoed in MASH. Lawrence Fishburne. Andrew Dice Clay. I couldn't believe Andrew Dice Clay was on there on an episode. Uh, Patrick Swayze. You know, I mean, there's just tons and tons and tons of Oh, yeah. I'm going to get you off MASH, though. Why? Because season seven of The Flash is out on Netflix. It came out on Netflix, (laughs) I know. Yep, so I'll be binge-watching. Yep. I do. I I, I love to, like, I try not to watch The Flash on the CW when it comes out weekly, and I try to wait till, you know me, I try to wait till it's actually completely done comes out and then I you know and then I watch the whole season. But I I've been on it. I've been, been I've, I've been cheating. I've been well, watching. So like lie. legitimately I was mad at you for a while because like I had got caught up on the flash like uh-huh. first of all I ran out of arrow episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. So I had to switch to flash because flash is cool too. I like flash, you know. I I, I like darker shows but yeah, yeah. you know I needed some hope in my life, you know. <laughs> And watching The Flash is what gave it to you. Yeah, well, so it's a more hopeful show. Most people get a life or a hobby. <laughs> I don't have those or friends, so don't worry about it. This is true. Okay. <laughs> but no, um, no, The Flash is just a lighter, more a more yeah, light yeah, show. Yeah. It you is. Know? It's yeah. a, it's more lighthearted. I mean, they they even went through that like when they had like the mm. first merger because like arrows are dark and Batman like and like yeah. Flash is like woohoo. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm the Flash. <laughs> Sometimes, but nice uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Nice to me, no, you don't. Nice to me, no, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> I, I Flash didn't even beat bad guys up. He just ran up. And was like tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> but it like super speed. That would probably hurt. <laughs> it probably would <laughs> cause a fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry about your baby. I tried to make giggle. <laughs> what? Flash catching babies on fire. Now he's a bad guy. <laughs> See where we went. It went dark. That's <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had hopes and dreams tied up in the Flash till I destroyed that. No, 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 no. Making him a bad guy catching babies on fire, but whatever. So funny. It's super funny. Um, but no, it's a more lighthearted show. And then, like, season six no, ended is. very, yeah. very dark and, like, effed up and left me on a cliffhanger. So I was mad. Yeah. I hate cliffhangers. That is the worst thing. That's why I don't watch a lot of shows because I hate cliffhangers. Exactly. This is why I try not to do a, a, like it watch episode to episode. I usually like just binge watch. So that way, like, there's something going on. It's like, well, there's another episode. It'll probably explain it. But they screwed us. But, but like they you screwed said, us. season finale, you know, kind of <laughs> screws it up at that point. No, yeah. it's not even right. <laughs> this man, is why I watch shows. this to heart, man. Yeah. I hate like I, I hate cliffhangers, <laughs> and you got me on the Flash. This is why I watch things like Stargate, Star Trek. You know, all the stars back in the day. Like, yeah, the only one I got to catch up on now is I do got to catch up on. Uh, well, I got to watch the last two episodes of Loki. I have not seen the last two episodes don't, yet. Don't say I've anything to me about that show. I'm waiting to binge watch it. The, the, the whole season's out right now. Oh, there was only like X amount of episodes. I think it was like five or six or whatever. Okay, well but then it's time. the the last two I have not seen. I got to go back time. and watch them. Um, so it's like time. Another show that I really love to watch goes outside the norm, though, of what we normally watch because we're into, like, you know, the superhero stuff and all that. Um, but I love watching The Rookie with Nathan Fillion. I've, I've always been a huge Nathan Fillion about? fan. Um, he, okay, basic background of the story is he's like a, a, you know, a guy who's in his 40s. He was a construction worker. Um, he's a divorcee, you know, got an older child. Uh, long story short, he... Got wrapped up in this in this situation, um, and you know he basically helped, and it made him 
change his mind and his like perspective on life. He really wanted to help people, so he became a cop. He was like just. Oh yeah, I remember you telling yeah, me he was about just this. within the age limit. So yeah. he's a rookie at like forty something years old, <laughs> you know. But it is it is such a well written show that's got the right amount of drama, comedy, everything kind of rolled in. Yeah, that's one. the one where like the what was it? The chief or the commissioner was like in the bar and like <laughs> or in his house, and the police chase was like right there at his house or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, you know, like like the 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 captain of the precinct, like they're both like the same age. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of funny. But I mean, it really is. A really good show. It's really well written um, and really good actress too throughout the whole thing. And I can't believe they came out with a season six of Lucifer. Nope. I love <laughs> Lucifer. I wish that would become a just a continuing series. But okay, when they first came out, they were on God. I can't remember now. I want to say it was CW. It was one of the regular yeah. networks. They did. Uh, I think it was uh, four seasons. Yeah. They and wound then they up switched to Netflix. They canceled. They canceled it. The fans is what got it picked up by Netflix, so they came back with a season five. Mm-hmm. Then season five ended, and everybody's been shh, hush, hush, quiet, quiet. And next thing you know, surprise, there's a season six. Everybody thought that five was the finale. Even they were talking about it. The actors were like, yeah, we're only doing one more season with Netflix. Oh, Boom, here's oh. season six. And I love the fact they tied him in with the CW universe. Because Lucifer, a lot of people are not familiar with the TV show. Lucifer is, you know, obviously the devil. But what happened is he just got fed up with being the devil and, and being in hell and raining and torturing people. He decided to go on vacation to L.A. And in turn, LA. opens a nightclub, winds up just saying, screw it, I'm not working for dad anymore because he always calls him dad. You know, yeah. talking about God. And uh, he gets involved with this detective and uh, named Chloe Decker. And, of course, there's a little bit of that, you know, that romance in between them. I don't want to ruin it for people who's not seen the show, but... Yeah, it is entertaining. It's funny. It's hilarious. Um, the you know all the different characters, the mini deal, Maze, all them, you know, and and I mean, really, I mean, it's such an awesome show to watch. Very well written. And when I saw season six came out, yeah, I peed a little. I was excited. I look like a little chihuahua. You are a chihuahua. This is true. In disguise. Yeah. Anyways, we have wasted seven minutes of time without a topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> like that's new for us. <laughs> All right, but we actually do have a topic today. Uh, the topic, do we? yeah, we do. <laughs> the, <laughs> I threw it out on Instagram, so we better. <laughs> you know, Instagram, Facebook, everything else. Um, so, anyways, basically, our topic of the day today is going to be talking about the grid going down. And for people who are not familiar with the term, what we're talking about is everything from power sources. We're talking about like electrical plants dropping yeah. down. We're talking about the pipelines for fuel dropping down, so on and so forth. That is known as the grid. The grid. Yeah, everything that keeps us running and flowing. And over the recent history, you know, time and time again, even with like hurricanes, we've had situations where grids and areas have dropped because of power, because the storm is knocking everything out. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at how much Katrina killed, you know. Oh, dude. Well, not only that, let's go to real recent. Texas. Texas, and I was going to lean into that. Texas was its own power grid. I mean, like, yeah. so because of my kind of niche, I guess. And this is back in February, too. But yeah, go ahead. because of my niche, this kind of came up in a conversation. It was like, what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about something grid down, grid down. Let, yeah. Let's talk something that was paranormal. <laughs> you know, but people like, with hope. And <laughs> yes, yes. I want to fill you with hope. <laughs> Now, well, see, this is not going to be a doom and gloom thing. We are going to, you know, talk about things that happen, but we are going to, like, yeah. I, it's all in the interest of preparedness. Well, basically, I mean, yeah, and to give an indication of what we're talking about, we're going to be talking about, like, the grid going down and what happens when the grid goes down, but also different things that can make the grid go down. All right? So, like, prime example, yeah. when you just brought up about Texas. So, this past February, Texas suffered a major shutdown due to three severe winter storms all within the same span of a month it happened from the 10th through 11th 13th through the 17th and then 15th through the 20th um the there was a massive electrical failure happen like mm-hmm. all their grids got knocked out oh yeah there were over four and a half million people without power what was that 23 fatalities or something like that a lot higher than that really yeah the the actual direct and indirect uh in the storms of deaths was like 210 the outlying afterwards from people that died from uh, hypothermia, being trapped, right. hypothermia, starvation, stuff like that. You know, the the health issues that developed and they wanted passing away over seven hundred people, oh, like seven hundred two. Yeah, um, and those were all related deaths to the crisis. Um, and here's the kicker: when that happened, 
It resulted in food, water, and heat shortages. And just picture this for a moment. This is only one month mm-hmm. without power. Oh, yeah. In a storm. Not even a full month. I well, mean, they had... What was it? It was 29 hours in 2003 mm-hmm. that the northwestern United States was out of power, and New York City had what? I think it was 11 deaths, and yeah. they, they had people trapped in the subway, people trapped in elevators. Oh, yeah. Water didn't run because how do you think the water gets from the yeah. supplier to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean that it, it's something a lot of people don't think about because we take electricity for granted so much, and then like. I mean, us Floridians, you know, we're used to hurricanes. Yeah. We're, 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 yeah. For us, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's another day of the office for yeah, us. Yeah, we got generators yeah. or we throw a party or we're too hungover to even notice the power's out. Like. Yeah. Or if we see it's bad enough, we're just like, okay, well, we'll be over here until it's over and we leave. You know, but here's the thing. Like, right now, currently on the planet, there is over one billion people who currently live without power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one billion at least right one now billion. live without power. Um, But the average home. Only has like say about a week supply of food, if that. If that. Yeah, and that and that's a strong household that they have at yeah. least a week's worth of food. All right. Um, by comparison, of- by comparison, like in the 60s through, I would say probably the 80s. Yeah. People would have about three months supply of food. Yeah. And and with that being said, you know, like I said, the average home right now, and we're talking like a you know a, a middle income family probably has about one week of food. All right. They only, and some of those houses, not even all of them, but the average home at least usually has at least one med kit, you know, bandages, stuff like that, basics. But they don't know how to use it. They don't. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. like when I did the whole prepper thing, like, don't just buy gear. Train with it. Yes. Like, train. Yeah. Like, get training. There's, there's basic like first aid. Like we say in the military, train like you fight, fight like you train. Well, I mean, base, there's cheap basic first aid classes through, like, the American Heart Association. You can go to like the that. local Coast Guard station in your area, and they actually give, like, first aid and CPR courses and stuff that you can sign up for. Yeah, and if you don't feel like doing that, go to, like, your local fire department and be like, hey, I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you, know? you know, at least learn the basics of CPR, first aid, you know, stuff like that. Like, for me, you know, being former military plus being former, you know, search and rescue Coast Guard, you know, I've had all types of extensive training oh, yeah. and experience on well, top of it. I've actually had to use it multiple times. Normally, anybody in command of a vessel has yeah. first aid training. I mean, like when I was going for my third mate unlimited, mm-hmm. I had to take a medical care provider class that was like two weeks long, and yep. I mean, we went into it. Actually, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my uh, classmates in that class decided to go out and get hammered, came back and got had a scratch on his neck from... Uh, extracurricular activities no means no (laughs) (laughs) and uh we wound up bandaging him up like we literally he looked like a ringneck goose (laughs) somebody had a really good time oh yeah the teacher took advantage of him and he was too hungry the teacher gave it to him or (laughs) oh no (laughs) you just said the teacher took advantage of him you know what i gotta hear this story now (laughs) no the teacher teacher took advantage of me (laughs) but then again i've been being hung over okay then again I thought then that's again, how he got the stretch. She got real touchy feely. I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, he passed the class, so. <laughs> <laughs> got to give it to the boy. A for effort. All right. Good job. Yeah, good job. I'm proud of you. I don't even remember your name, but I'm proud of you. Yeah, he didn't get an A. He got an O, O, O. Oh, All right. yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> moving right along. All right, so like I said, I mean, uh, currently right now there's like, you know, a, a billion people, a little over a billion people on the planet who currently live without power. For them, without power, that's called Tuesday, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, even people who do, like, survival training and stuff like that, which, uh, like, a prime example, the game Survivor, you take people, put them out there with, like, really minimal resources and everything, and they got to ma- manage to survive and all that to gain points, make money, and, and win the, the big prize at the end. Yeah. I, yeah, I, people, I, like, in the Australian out- Outback call that Wednesday. Yeah, you know? <laughs> see, Survivor's, Survivor's is a terrible example. I like uh, Alone. But but the point that I'm getting at is right now with this, that it is very possible, yes, you can live without these resources. Well, we did it we for buy, well, thousands. Of- well, the problem is that uh, as American people and p- just people globally, really, I mean, we buy what we want, not what we need. We Roger, really do. Roger that. And that's the truth. I mean, think about it. I mean, both of us are sitting here right now currently with a cell phone that's, you know, over a $1,000 cell phone. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. not like... But what I'm saying is, like, we, we buy this $1,000 communication device that, well, if we had an EMP happen or something like that, it'd be pointless and wouldn't even work, you know? Mm-hmm. 
this is where you would like have a commercial for like some sort of EMP like negation device. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be my infomercial later in the future. <laughs> uh, but you know, and for people out there who think that this kind of stuff cannot happen, you know, like beyond the the winter storms and stuff like that, everybody loses power and everything. But think, you know, well, you know, well, we get through those and everything else. Well, yes, we do. We we do get through, but it takes a long period of time. You know, to yeah, get through and, those things. I mean, and it, billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. It is a very detrimental situation. And right now, I mean, like, uh, what was it? Vermont, California, and Hawaii are telling people that they can't yeah. buy gaming systems because their grid is so stretched to the limit. They're having rolling blackouts. Yeah. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is because most of our grid is outdated. Yeah. Like, I would say, I think, I believe it is at least 80% of our grid is 60 years old. There's mm-hmm. 10% of it that's over 100 years old, and most of it is over 25 years old. Well, we're going to be getting into the topic real quickly, and I'm going to be talking about this, geomagnetic storms, because yes. we get them all the time, you know? Oh, you're um, making my mom happy right yeah, now. Yeah, we get them on, <laughs> on minimal levels, but we can always get them on a large level, too. Uh, and also coronal mass ej- uh, ejection, which is basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the, ge- the geomagnetic storm is what happens when it hits the Earth. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so. disgusting. Here's the thing. Do we have a way to monitor those to make sure, you know, like when they're going to happen so we can be prepared? Yeah. Yes, we do. We but do we that. only have like two days. <laughs> yes. That's the problem. So if all of a sudden we – it's basically like how with meteorology, how we watch the formation of the clouds and the storms, their direction of travel, wind shear, all that. That we could kind of – not 100% accurate, but pretty close. We can, you know, figure out like if a hurricane is going to build or where it's going to wind up at, stuff yep. like that. And we can also see how strong it is. I mean, yes. just like with hurricanes, I mean, they have different levels of it. Yeah, they have I think the readings. highest one is like X for like the coronal mass ejection. Ejection, yes. I'm definitely going to get a but, but see, But see, here's the problem, all right? And, and for people who think that, oh, that won't happen, um, it happened back in 1859 was the last time it happened, a major one. And I mean, it's happened more than that, but this is a major one. Yeah. In 1851, when that happened, the telegraph lines bursting into flames because of the power surge yep and that's before we actually had a legitimate grid a grid or power lines or anything like that we've come a long way you know a little over what 150 yeah 160 years yeah and there's no way to stop that you can't you know once this mass happens and and the sun ejects it here's the thing the first form of the particles coming off the electrons and protons are moving at the speed of light when they hit the earth Mm -hmm. okay that is 186,287 miles per second. It makes me really happy you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that to put that in perspective, you're talking in a matter of minutes yeah. that it's going to hit the Earth. You it don't have take, days. It will take minutes. seven minutes for, me to get to, for it to get from the sun to the Earth. Yep. And what will happen basically at that point in time is, and this is just the first part of it. This is just the, the electrons and protons are shooting us at that speed. All right, when they first hit... Um, the planet, what's going to happen first, of course, they're going to affect all of our satellites. They're going to knock those down. They're done. It's, gonna, it's going to basically short them out, all of our satellites, when it hits. So there goes communications right off the bat. Boom. The first thing we lose communications. Now, here's a nice little side effect to that. Um, astronauts, like the International Space Station, if they're on that side of the Earth where it's hitting at, it shuts down. Oops. Yeah, it's going to shut down. Um, high-flying planes. That are closer to our atmosphere, you know, like breaking through our atmosphere, you know, very high flying planes, they will shut down. And here's the thing. If they're in mid-flight, if they don't know it's coming, even if they knew it was coming, at the fastest point they would have would be eight and a half minutes to land that plane to get it down, to get into a safe zone. Ooh. That's not a whole lot of time, <laughs> considering the moment it happens to somebody going, land the plane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a whole lot of time for error on that, all right? So and now the duration of it, the rest of it that will be coming right behind that usually is traveling a lot slower. It's going to take closer to about 30 minutes. Still not a lot of time. All right, so the first thing that's going to shut down is all of our communications. It's going to be knocking the satellites out. It's going to be knocking out a, a big portion of our electricity and a lot of our electronic devices like prime example do you know a lot of our satellites are actually controlled by a pilot here on earth well and they also have a safe mode just in case that happens because there are ways to like i mean a lot of the things we put in space are covered with like a faraday cage as well to kind of mitigate that i mean that to an extent 
It depends on the level of how big this thing is well, that's coming. And that's why yeah. you have a safe mode. I mean, yep. like, it's like a surge protector or turn, pulling the plug when you're, like, in the grid and you got a lightning strike, surge. Yeah, it, it's definitely <laughs> going to be causing a massive power surge. So basically 30 minutes later, a mass of electrons and protons will hit. Uh, the dose could be so high it would fry electrical circuits as well as be a radiation threat to humans in high-flying planes and astronauts. Uh, some satellites are pilot, uh, piloted from Earth, which we just discussed, and those would become a possible threat. Because if they if they didn't know it was coming, it was one of those surprise things that somebody just... And it happens. I mean, we miss yeah. asteroids. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> Big old <laughs> asteroids. I know. They go right by the Earth, and it's like, oh, my bad. You know, <laughs> I didn't see that one. You know, I mean, it can happen. Mm -hmm. um, so our power lines would basically explode from the surge of power. Uh, the power plants would shut down. Nuclear facilities will go into meltdown. Oh. Yeah, people don't think that far ahead. Once that power shuts down, there's nothing to keep the coolant going, staying cool. It will overheat. That would they suck. will go nuclear. Yeah, they will cause a meltdown. Safe. All right, now, we ain't even all the way through oh. what happens. Oh, no. This is just a first within a matter of, this is like within the first 30 minutes of all this hitting. That will, now, the meltdown won't happen that quick. It's going to take time for that to happen. Oh, yeah. All right. I now, mean, it, I, what was it? I think it was like four to seven years yeah. for it to completely melt down. Because yeah. you and I were talking about zombie apocalypse at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about like walking dead. Like they'd all be dead already. Like everybody would be nuked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be done. But the thing is that once that happens and, and the, you know, eventually they are going to go critical and they're going to detonate unless we find a way to manually cool them down. You know, well, you're dealing with radiation and everything else. Trust me. Before everybody gets freaked out and scared, there are professionals who do actually train for these contingencies before people think that everything's going to happen like that. Does not mean that if it was a mass radiation event, that if it killed a lot of people in the same process, there is nobody to put it out at that point, and they will eventually go nuclear. So just bear that in mind That's for your crazy. hopes and dreams. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then moving down the line, you know, that um, – like over in California, um, they was shut down um, for just two days. Just two days from one of those rolling blackouts oh, we yeah. were talking about. Oh, that was nasty. Two million customers without power cost two and a half billion dollars to get back online. Wow. Two and a half. That was only two I didn't days. Look at the money. Now, let's just say this thing did not go bad enough to cause the critical mass. Let's say it knocked out power and we're trying to get everything back online. We could, we could potentially get everything back online within about 30 days, roughly. And that's really pushing it, depending on the size, okay, mm -hmm. of this, you know, of this event. Um, but in that process, we already explained what happened, like with Texas. If this happened during the winter time, in the first seven, you know, seven days, people were dying, you know, from, you know, hypothermia oh, yeah. and everything else. Now, also, you got to picture this: cash registers don't work, banks aren't working, so nobody's got cash, nobody's got money. Law enforcement can't communicate because satellites and everything else are knocked out that most radios, you know, work on. They do have yeah. their handheld radios and such that yeah. do run off of, t of towers. They don't work if all the power gets knocked out. Well, yeah, and if there's a EMP kind of – see, the biggest threat with the CME is the EMP effect. Yes. Normally, the only man-made way to Electromagnetic do pulse for people wondering. I thought – Not everybody you. knows. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I, I – I try not to underestimate people, though. Like, <laughs> I feel <laughs> not me. <laughs> okay, you treat him like chance a dumb. Meet rock, like a rock meet chance. All right, go ahead, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, the biggest threat from like a coronal mass ejection is an electromagnetic pulse that will. That's a tongue tie. Tongue I know, right? Wow. <laughs> electromagnetic pulse knocking <laughs> out <laughs> all the power. Period. Getting a tongue workout today. Um, just. Which includes cars and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, frying it, out everything. It'll fry fine. any, like, small, like, circuitry and every, like, most of everything. Like, your watch. Yeah. Uh, your headphones. Like, and here's, most everything we have is small circuitry that'll... And once again, the kicker to this is that people think that, like, you know, what's the likelihood of that happening? It's happened a bunch of times to the Earth, actually. Oh, a yeah. lot. We get pounded a lot. So yeah. now we're going into, like, a very active cycle in the solar cycle yes. because the solar, the sun has... Yeah, I think there are seven-year cycles, if I'm not yep, mistaken. Yeah, seven-year cycles. Yeah, yeah. seven-year cycles, and right now we're going into a very, very, very active cycle, yeah. and that was one of the things, like, 
people were like kind of freaking out about. I saw a ton of YouTube videos about coronal mass ejections. Hey, when a woman goes through her cycle, she explodes too. So yeah. Roger, there you go. But like the Carrington event, that the one you were yeah. talking about in the eighteen what eighteen fifty one and eighteen fifty nine. Like they're talking about the potential of that happening again. Again, yeah. You know, and it's like a level X coronal mass ejection, fine and, stuff. I mean, and like I said, it we're, is, we're we're still talking about power. Something you brought up earlier that's going to happen. We no longer have water flow. Mm-hmm. You can't make water you can't clean water they uh, if you start flushing toilets all of it's going to back up eventually it will start coming into homes and everything else and people don't know how to like uh, most people like yeah. wouldn't think to like dig a hole and have like a composting toilet or collect rainwater which for some reason is illegal in a lot of states and like Crazy, huh? try to purify it i yeah. mean and people don't even know how to purify water now like i asked a, a friend of mine like do you know how long it takes to like pure to boil water until it's good? Like, I don't know. What? <laughs> a lot of people don't know. For for your information, putting it out there, it takes a minute, a minute. of boiling. Yeah, a, a solid minute. minute. Yeah, a solid minute. Yeah, of because boiling. if you go any longer than a minute, first off, it only takes a minute to kill the bacteria of any bacteria that's in the water once it is boiling. It literally only takes a minute to, of of boiling time to kill the bacteria. Once you go past that minute time, you start losing water because it turns into steam. You want to try to conserve all the bit of water that you possibly can. So once you hit a boiling point, only for one minute, immediately take it off the heat, whatever you're using for heat, more than likely, which would be a fire at that point because of, you know, power being knocked out. Pull it away from the fire, let it cool down. And for some people out there, don't try to drink it as soon as you pull it off the fire. (laughs) It's sad you have to tell people not to do that because, you know, you want to burn in your lips, idiot. I did yeah. see a meme the other day where it was like, you think this generation is smarter than all the other generations? Well, now they tell people not to drink the contents of the battery. Back in the 60s, they taught them how to adjust the valves. <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. Like, yep. So with that oh, happening, buddy. too, because of the water content going bad and water not being able to be clean and on top of water backing back up, and I'm talking about gray water, which any sailor out there will know what gray water is. We're talking about, you know, Poop and pee. Ta-da. Yeah. All that can actually start turning into bacteria in the air that can, can make you get sick. It oh, can yeah. cause all types of illnesses, you know, respiratory issues, all kinds of stuff. So you have all of that happening. We still haven't even gone into the mode of, well, people start looting. Yeah. I yeah. Look, let's let's keep it simple. I mean, if we want to, like, do, like, looting and stuff like that. We're not getting into detail. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that, that these are just... When people think about the power getting knocked out, they think, oh, I can't use my phone and I don't have power for a couple of days. There's a lot more to it if it was something of this magnitude of what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the month. grid shutting down. You have no outside communications, no electricity, water will not function. You know, you're talking about, I mean, basically you get knocked back to the Stone Age, essentially. You're living off of whatever you have. If you don't have refrigerator and freezers, like most of us do in our homes, what happens? Food spoils, goes bad. So the food that you have is not going to last you very long if you're only prepping for, you know, your typical. And I know people, like, even including myself, there's been times, like, even with Stephanie and I, where we had, like, really nothing in the fridge, but we were just buying food by the day because of specific things we wanted to eat. Oh, and plus, now everybody's keep it so daggum busy. Yeah. I mean, like, that that's where I find me and my wife, like, getting kind of, like, low on food. Mm-hmm. Is when we're super busy. We're both working a ton of hours and running jacks back and forth to to the daycare. And I mean, now our new daycare is like 30 minutes away from house and work. So it's one of those things where we get so busy and get so behind on everything that we don't have time to go like stack up on stuff. Yeah, and it's true. A lot of people are like that. And like I said, even for us, we might get down to the you know bare minimum of our food, and then like we're buying just day by day for a couple of days. You yeah. Know? So if Something like this was to happen. Well, we're screwed. We only got about you know a day's worth of food. Now, the only difference between me and a lot of other people is I know how to survive without all that stuff. I can survive. We'll be fine. Yeah, you know? I mean, and we do actually have a lot of stuff we've prepped up in our you know garage and all that. But uh, but once again, like I said, you know, for one of these type of cataclysmic events to happen, the likelihood of them happening is actually yes, it very real can happen. This isn't like just a made up thing. Um. This is things that have already happened, like, in our most recent past, like I talked about with the, you know, the Carrington event. But we're not even including, like, you know, say California with the forest fires, you know, burning down all these areas and stuff, which in turn knocks out power grids when they burn those down. You know, oh, yeah. They hit. 
Um, and then on top of it, too, like we were just talking about with Texas, you know, the, the temperature got so cold that their grid went down. These people had no power for basically a little over a month. And it led to 702 deaths out of that situation. Oh, yeah. And that was just dealing with the weather. That's just the weather. The weather. Yeah. I mean, and they could have avoided a little bit of it because, I mean, part of the reason the grid went down so hard is it was overtaxed because people were heating because yep. Texas doesn't get cold often. Yeah. <laughs> and and usually it's, it's kind of like Florida when it does get cold. It doesn't stay cold for a long extended period of yeah. time. And I, like like I, I when I was in the Coast Guard station in Texas, you know, I was out there on the water doing a search and rescue case, and it was like 38 degrees out that morning. You know, yeah. we were out there on the water. But I mean, a lot of their so they've switched over to a lot of renewable energy because that's what we're trying to lean towards now. Yes. And a lot of their like um they have a lot of windmills, mm-hmm. and the windmills which can be made to mitigate the cold because they do it in Canada and Canada. Uh-huh. Hint, hint. <laughs> Canada. Talk to your neighbor up north. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, they might know some stuff. They might know cold. some stuff. Get some ideas. And yeah. this is not the first time they've been through this. Yeah, exactly. They, they've done this. What was it? I think it was 1989. They mm-hmm. had an event like this where the power went down because it was so daggum cold that it just overtaxed it and shut it down. Yeah. And, and, the, and the wind turbines froze up. Nobody's thinking about infrastructure. We take so much of this for granted mm-hmm. that... You know, even like politicians. Now, finally, like there's a politician trying to throw money at the problem, but got to have people to work. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, moving on from that subject. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're staying away from politics. Yeah. So there, like we like we were just talking about, there's a lot of different events that can cause these things to happen for a grid shutdown. Earthquakes. Another prime example. Earthquakes, like especially over in like the areas of like California and stuff, you know, especially being on the fault line. Um yeah, I will never, ever, ever live in California, ever. Yeah, no, um, but, me neither. But, like, these, you know, but and, and it's happened before nope. where they knock out power lines and such and everything else. And it's always possible that a fault line could, you know, existing could be somewhere around the grid, and, and the grid drops because it literally just dropped, uh, the ground opened up, and it's gone. You know, so, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so it takes forever to, like, get, you know, these, these stations when they drop and all the power gets knocked out. To Imagine a whole station that just dropped and done. It just collapsed. And having to rebuild one on spot, or because you can't just transfer it to another station. You can, but just like you're talking about in Texas, it starts taxing it. It's using all this power from one location. Now you start getting all the rolling blackouts, so on and so forth. So, it, it, yeah, they really need to up the infrastructure big time. People have been bringing, scientists have been bringing bringing this up for probably like the last like 40 years at least that they've been at needing least. to upgrade our grids now. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You were about to say something. Well, I mean, like in Hollywood, California, like Hollywood, where like movie stars and stuff live, their grid has been upgraded since the 60s. Yeah, and I love the people who sit there and go, but I got a generator. Really? How are you going to fuel it up once you run out of fuel? Because if all the power is knocked out, you can't go out there to go get fuel unless you start stealing it from cars and everything else. Trust me, I know there's going to be a lot of people who will be doing that, but I'm just saying, even the people who have it stocked up, you don't know how long, especially for a critical mass of, you know, event to happen, that how long the power could be down for. That generator ain't going to last you forever. It's no. not. Yeah, it, that's generators funny. are a temporary source to really get you through situations at best a couple of days. It's not really meant to be ran, like, you know, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no. And that's like when we were working on boats, like especially on a larger vessel, we had – uh, three generators on board at least. Yes. We had a port and a starboard, you know, one for the left, one for the right, and we alternated them every day. And then we had an emergency generator on top of that to make sure, like, hey, you know, they both go down or we go dark ship. We have something to, like, yeah. start the engine so we can get the hell out of there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's the one thing I love about, like, you know, sailors in general, they're, they're, they almost have that military mindset as it is. You know, it's like one is zero. Two is one. Yeah. That's the math we always use. Yep. You know, always absolutely. have a backup to a backup. Always. Oh, my wife thinks I'm absolutely crazy because, like, I'm thinking about this stuff because, like, especially with, you know, hurricane stuff, we have a little itty-bitty, like, emergency generator for, like, lighting and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's not something we're going to be using a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a fan. But, like, we also have solar options and other things like that. I talked about it, like, in that yeah. freaking episode I did. And it just... I, I automatically go into ration mode because mm-hmm. we don't know 
when it's coming back on. I mean, even us. So our yeah. power grid is connected to the same power grid as the fire station. So we and we're right next to a substation. So we're usually one of the first to get it back. Yeah. Or second, usually second. Yeah. The fire station is like they walk next door, knock on your door. Hey, is your power out? <laughs> pretty much. Or we like stand in the street. We were doing that uh, when Irma came through. We mm-hmm. stood in the street and we we're looking down the block. The next block over had power. We're like. Well, this is crap. <laughs> we live next door. <laughs> you think they'd want their power first, right? <laughs> you know, but but once again, I mean, this falls back to like there's other natural events too that can happen and knock all this stuff out, just like we we're just talking about um, with the you know hurricanes. God, I got hiccups. Sorry, hurricanes, earthquakes. There's all different types of things that could cause this to happen. But here is one of the the big factors that we have been facing and. We actually, you know what? To be honest, we've been facing this issue for a long time, and I'm talking decades. Now it's much more prevalent because so many things that we have run off computers, and that is hacking from our enemies. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. I yes. should have been ready. I wasn't ready. When people say, well, <laughs> that really can't happen. Really? Happened with a pipeline recently that got shut down. Well, and to put this in perspective, there's three major grids which are all interconnected in the yeah. United States. You have the West Coast grid. West Coast grid. The East Coast grid. Uh-huh. And Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's its own grid. <laughs> yeah, which now they are, since the last incident, because that's part of the reason they had all those rolling yeah. blackouts, they tied in to, I think it was both the East and West grid. Yeah. So, so if, they're all interconnected. Yeah, so put this in perspective for all the people that, that you know went through this, including us here in Florida. We, you know, Me and Jesse ourselves, we watch people buying gasoline up like idiots. Oh, my insane. God. Yeah, and it's like, dude, we're not going to run out of gas. Just chill. Chill on buying up all the fuel because now we are running out of gas because you guys are idiots. People mm-hmm. putting people putting gas in plastic bags. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. People on video, showing them on video, putting gas in plastic bags. I'm like, oh, dear. God, <laughs> let them catch on fire on the way home. Um, dude, no, try to start from cups next time. Huh? Try to start from cups next time. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if somebody's tried. It You're wouldn't not surprise me. To laugh at that. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me in the least. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so that very real, you know, for a very real possibility, yes, that can happen because it already did. You know, it just happened not too long, less than a year ago. You know, in that situation, I mean, look at all the havoc and mayhem that it caused. There were people getting shot over gasoline, over something. That they were getting, that only took them a total of what, a week and a half, two weeks tops. That they were back up in line and running oh, yeah. again, and producing and moving it. Absolutely. Right. And then, like, I went to the auto parts store because, like, I had that little generator, and I have like a lawnmower and a rototiller and all kinds of other mm-hmm. stuff that runs off gas. So, like, I have at least you know two gallon, a little two gallon canister, mm-hmm. you know, ready to rock. Well, I went to go get some fuel stabilizer for it. They were out. Out. Mm-hmm. Out. Usually they have like 40. Out. Yep. Out. And see, and this is all because a couple of idiots decided to hack in and hold them for ransom. I think it was like $5 million or something like that is what it, you know. That's been the word on the street anyway, is there, $5 million. There's, there's a lot yeah. of speculation. Well, no, I, I feel like there's more that's gone into that whole situation because you can't look at just that one situation without looking at the big picture in that. And I'm not getting into it right now. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's but, there's a lot of big picture stuff that went into that. But here's the other thing, too, to, to put that in, you know, into a little bit of a, an example here. Um, there's what? been multitudes of times that businesses globally, not just in the U.S., but just globally, I mean, we're talking major corporations that have been hacked, been broken into. People, you know, I mean, it's, it's happened with banks. You know, like it, I think it happened to Wells Fargo, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. And somebody hacked into, and people were giving, getting all their personal information. So, yes, that's not a grid situation. But if they can unlock these type of things, they can unlock a grid as well. Oh yeah, they can get into it. And it won't take much to shut it down. I mean, a lot of yeah. I was gonna say, you don't think banks don't have some of the best in the world security for especially for all their you know their uh, computers and stuff the big blackout in 2003 that knocked out the northeast started yeah. in a little town in ohio mm-hmm. because the sensor died on one of the things computers the sensor died on that thing and the employee went to lunch and didn't notice it for an hour one hour caused a blackout for i think it was 29 hours mm-hmm. and 
resulted in that complete chaos. And within 24 hours in New York, they were looting. Okay. And you know what? Going with that point right there, we've had power outages due to people drilling into streets on the wrong side of the road. That hit power lines <laughs> underground and blew out everything in like a eight-block radius. Or running into power lines. Or running into them, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, because there are a lot of power, you know, power lines that we have. They don't run just from poles up up above the, you know, above us. They actually there's a lot that run underground, you know, as well, including you know communications and such, um, which that, also includes our computers. All that being said, there is plans to put things in place to mitigate this. I mean, yes, I, they're doing it. Um. Uh, a couple years ago on uh, Paso Grill Beach, yeah. they were putting all the wires and stuff underground, yep. which is the smartest way to do it unless you're in California and the ground shakes. But yeah, that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> I mean, they're also talking about um, – Like I, I had it covered. Now it's uncovered. What I believe happened? it's the World Economic Forum and some of their – I'm not getting into that. But like some of their suggestions for doing things is making microgrids instead of having like – Dude, in 2019, Venezuela <laughs> had no power – uh, for a matter of like five or six days, right in Venezuela, total anarchy ensued. It was the wild, wild west in Venezuela during that week in 2019. There is videos of it of people, I mean, out there with fully automatic weapons, robbing all the all the stores and the food stores and everything else. And I mean, like literally showing videos of like like their grocery store, like we would compare to for people here in Florida, like say a Publix, you know, that size. Publix empty. Empty. Oof. Nothing left. So, all right, you want to get into looting and all that. So, well, I'm not really getting into looting. I'm just well, saying that I, there's so many different aspects of things that happen that come behind this type of stuff that if you're not prepped and ready to roll, you know, and I'm not talking about going out and for these gung-ho people. I'm not talking about going out and shooting bad guys and crap like that. It's not what no, I'm saying. No, not at all. I'm talking about being prepared for power being out to make sure that you, with your family, can take care of them, give them food, give them water, give them shelter, so on and so forth. And there's a lot of ways to do it very easily. I yeah. mean, so... You can go to the store, and every time you go to the store, buy another dry gun. And there's ways to store those. Like you can get buckets that are sealable. That you can you can put yeah. their five gallon buckets, and you can buy little oxygen absorbers in there. Oh yeah. Got a little um, food grade diatomaceous earth to knock off any bugs, and that'll last you a good what five years. About five years yeah. on average, yeah. And I mean, great. Your MREs and one of those things can last you like five, actually closer to like ten. They're making like nasty freeze dried things that are like third that can last thirty years. There's this one. It's uh oh my god if I can remember the name of it. It's uh Mountain House or something like no, that. No, it's All Star. I believe is the name of it or Star. I remember it's got a big blue star on it. It's Star something, but they make MREs and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. But they have pouches where it's got a chemical reaction. That actually heats up the beef stroganoff. Oh and yeah, stuff like I remember that. those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we actually did a commercial for them. Really? Yeah, yeah, uh, a television commercial. Um, John uh, got contacted by the guys back when we were doing DeadX Radio, uh -huh. and the guy wanted a commercial done for them. So we did a full commercial for them uh, from the studio. We we filmed it and everything. We had the ambulance out there, like making it look like a, a national disaster happened, and you know people <laughs> were helping. And they were showing the MRE boxes from the company, bringing them in. And God, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Did you ever taste them? Yeah, it was actually good. We did it live on air. Wow. Yeah, we did it live on air. We because uh, we we're you know we had cameras in our studio and everything, so we went ahead and we opened up the MREs. I uh, I had the beef stroganoff one, mm. and it was actually really good. I got a date with beef stroganoff. <laughs> I literally got a date using beef stroganoff. Uh, I think every guy's had a date with beef stroganoff. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've gotten a date. With oh, him. you met with someone else. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could cook. Okay. <laughs> oh, you said stroganoff. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you meant. Um, <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> oh, God, I hate you. Yeah, and that's when the grid shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that would be too. Dude, how horrible would that be to be watching porn, and that's when the power goes out? <laughs> I mean, lights are out, you know. I mean, maybe uh, light a candle and make it romantic, but, I mean... No, you know. no. See, this is why I need like a a board op with a whole lot of sounds right now because like they could play that like sexy sax saxophone. <laughs> I know right now. You know what? Actually, I got to give a quick shout out right now. I know that Kim and Alyssa, uh, they're they're at Kim, Alyssa's over at Kim's house and they're listening to our show today. Um, she's probably crying. She's I know right now she probably is. Um, just to give you guys a heads up too, because I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. Next week, 
on the 7th, on Saturday, you're going to have to listen to our show. You're going to definitely have to listen. We have a major announcement coming out about a lot of things that we have been working on. We can finally put it out there. So we will be making a major announcement coming on to our next show on the 7th. Everything will be clear. Uh, don't worry, little birdies. We will hand feed you. We'll, we'll you know, tweet, let you know everything that's tweet, been going on. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm glad you remember things because I don't. Yes. So on the 7th, which is, uh, I can't believe it's already here, man. On the 7th, yeah, next week we will be making a major announcement. Uh, we might be making a couple of major announcements possibly. Um, we'll see. Yeah. But there, there's a, a, a big thing that we need to put out with a couple things behind that. So we'll put it that way. All right, so. A big thing we need to put out with a couple things behind that. I like the way you ordered that. That works. It works, right? <laughs> Zip. I mean, <laughs> God, where is your mind today, dude? Uh, you know where it is. It's where it always <laughs> is. Right in the gutter, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the feces water when the grid shut down. Yep, pretty so, much. Yeah. Compost and toilet. So, yeah, so like we were saying, I mean, there are a lot of different things that can cause power outages. You love that segue, how I rolled right back into it? Yeah, oh, that yeah. pretty cool? I like yeah. it. I like it. That was good. That was pretty good. I almost sounded like You're a professional learning. radio guy for a moment, at least 30 almost. seconds. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what were we talking about? No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> there's a lot of different things that can cause these grid wipeouts, but one of the most common things that we've been, you know, seeing recently, the uh, people uh, attempting and haven't pulled it off except for a handful of situations everybody's aware of, is, yes, it's been, you know, hackers. Um, there are people that will hack into a grid um, or, you know, for a – for a, how can I put this? They have not done it yet, but they can, They have seen people attempt this to hack into grids, and they know why. They want to shut them down in order to gain control. Because well, once a- they gain control, they'll be like, either you give us X amount of dollars, and then we'll turn your power back on – or we'll just let chaos ensue because it always happens. Every time we lose power, there's always chaos every single time. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Every time. I mean, there was an incident uh, a few months ago with the uh, water station up in, what was it, up north somewhere. It was uh, north Pinellas County. And it was a water station where they had, like, up a certain chemical in there that could have been poisonous to, like, everybody. Yeah. Luckily, they caught it. Yeah. They saw what was going on. They caught it, and they shut down, like... That section. I mean, there are safeguards in place. Don't let this freak you out. There are safeguards in place. There are people watching. There are no safeguards. Don't Shut up. To Nobody likes you. I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. <laughs> there are safeguards in place. There are people for that, yes. you know. But people are just that. People. They miss yeah. things. You know, computers miss things. You know, yeah. things can happen. And, I mean, some some hackers are just that damn good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. They had, like, I think a 17-year-old kid who hacked into Langley, for Christ's sakes. I love it. Yeah. And for people who don't know Langley, CIA. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in a very short, you know, term. I mean. We haven't mentioned y'all this show, so we figured we'd give y'all a shout-out, too. Yeah, I know, right? Because we know they're listening, so. Oh, yeah. They're always there. My FBI agent's shaking his head right now, like, oh, God, shut up. Like, why? Why? <laughs> shut up. Yeah, I know the CIA guys are like, why do they keep bringing us up? I mean, dude, they were talking about, like, tomato plants a week ago, and they said CIA. I don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to give a shout-out to our CIA boys out there listening. <laughs> right. So it really would not surprise me one day a whole bunch of agents just came in because we jokingly said something and wound up being right about. <laughs> They're going to sit down across from us like, turn on the mic. Turn on the mic. No, I don't want to. It will never be. It will never be our show getting canceled. (laughs) It will be our show just disappears. (laughs) (laughs) Just all of a sudden, one day, we're no longer on social media. We're no longer on radio. Never. Nobody's heard from us. Yep. No birth records. Nothing. No shots. None like that. We're just gone. And just me and little Jesse sitting in the back of a black van in the middle of a desert, going. What did you say? <laughs> I didn't mean to. What did I say? I just make stuff up half the time. You know? <laughs> I can't believe we were right. <laughs> That's awesome. High five. Wait. <laughs> we would be the only two to be sitting in the back of a van getting ready to get shot and high five because we were right. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> be like, nailed it. Um. So anyways. So yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, for anybody who thinks those type of things don't happen, yes, they actually do happen daily. Um. There are, you know. Obviously, enemies of the U.S. They try to hack into our systems for stuff all the time. Everything from financial to power, military, you name it. 
Um, it is an outside threat that, that we really do get bombarded with every day. And that's not like a big secret. I mean, that's public knowledge. Even like, you know, the Joint Chiefs of Staff have talked about it on, you know, the news and everything Oh, yeah, else. they're bringing it up every, yeah, every yeah. single day on the news yeah. because they like trying to scare the crap out of people. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, is that, well, every dog has its day once in a while. You know? Roger. And oh, yeah. so eventually, yeah, it could happen. You know? I got a question for you, though. Shoot. And you would Actually, know that. I shouldn't say that with CIA listening. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a serious question, though. Like, okay. All right. For people who get, um, like, a solar array on their house, yes. are there safeguards for that for their solar array? Because I don't know this. Yes. Um, yes. There are many different, like, uh, different ways that if, uh, you know, like, just hypothetically, let's say even lightning. Lightning was a strike a panel. Right? Okay. Which is very hard for it to actually happen because they're so well-grounded and stuff. But anything's possible, you yeah. know. Every individual panel has a way to shut itself down instantaneous due to a uh, power surge. And then you have multiple panels in the Envoy, which is on the side of the house, which is kind of like the, the brain box that will shut down. Um, those are trip breakers and everything else. To do to, and they have built-in surge protectors built in there to keep that from happening. All the way down to the fuses blowing inside the disconnect. You basically have like four forms of, sh of power shutdown in case of surge. Okay, is there any way to start it back up and it will still be functional, let's say, like, after a CME event? For a CME? Yes, actually. Yeah. Um, I've always been curious about that. Yes, because you're dealing, actually, your panel will be pretty well charged at that point with a CME. Because, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, for photovoltaic is actually the term that's used for solar power. It's photovoltaic. And what it is is basically the sun hitting these, uh, you know, this almost like a gel that's inside the glass mm -hmm. that, excites the electrons in there which in turn builds power yeah and on average your average solar panel has like one amp of power and to put that in perspective one amp is enough to give you a heart attack if you grab that wire and it was unprotected just one solar panel it holds enough power yes it could stop your heart you know so or and, restart it yeah and your average home has like probably in the teens on average you know 15 yeah. panels on average you know some of them are much much bigger we've got we've had houses that i've seen that had like 200 panels on them you know um now they weren't like the typical house like you and i live in we're talking you know their house looked like an apartment complex but uh wow. yeah this just one house um so yes it is very very you know uh, possible that they can still run because it's, at the end of the day, it's very basic science that has those things put together. Um, the only thing that's making them different now is that now they're getting much smaller. Mm -hmm. um, and more powerful. And more powerful, yep. And okay. I don't want to get into too much detail on all that stuff. Yeah, that, you know, no, no but, I, I get it. Yeah. I just I just wanted a basic rundown because you know me. I, I'm curious and I'm always looking for ways to put out there to like yes. mitigate things that we talk about because – I'm not in the business of producing fear and fear porn and stuff like that. I want to give people solutions, not just he problems. He is not in the habit of producing fear porn. Porn maybe, but not fear porn. I mean, it depends. One pays better than the other people. Let's it, just this be is real. true. Let's <laughs> be real. Yeah, porn sells so much better than fear. Yep. Unless it gets leaked. This is true. <laughs> but um, no, I just I I wanted to put something out there that like, hey, here's an idea for you to you know check out to kind of mitigate this. You know, aside yeah. from the temporary solutions like generators and small solar generators, yeah. because I mean they make those as well. Yep. But I just wasn't sure if there was a way to mitigate. You know. Yeah. I mean, you have like battery backups, the whole nine yards. You know, that are con combined in with your you know solar panels. Uh, you have Generac systems, you know, that you can, you know, be putting into a home with the solar panels. There, there's a multitude of different, like, functionalities of what you can create. Yeah, I just know. wanted to make sure, like, there was a way for it to handle the surge from something like yes, that. Yes, it could, just, it would definitely handle okay. the surge because yep, everything, everything would shut down from the panels all the way down. Simple problems, simple answers. Yep. You just now, uh... Insert. We're here to believe you. <laughs> I just see the new, uh, the oh my god, the new uh, trailer for the new Ghostbusters coming out. There's Afterlife. another one. Oh yeah. Is that like? No, this is an actual sequel. This you got excited. Yes, I did. I got very excited. I can't believe I flopped that out on the desk like that. Whoa. I know. I actually, knocked over my Gatorade. Luckily, I had the cap on it. Nailed yeah. it. I, yeah, I hate when I spill all over the desk. But so yeah, the new Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out. The trailer. Yes, and it is a sequel to Ghostbusters. This isn't a, a reboot or not. This was done by Ivan Reitman's son. Um, who wanted to stick to the nostalgia of Ghostbusters? This is a continuation. Is it the boys or is it like? Um, it's got Paul Rudd in it. 
Um, it's got uh, the kid from Stranger Things. I can't think of his name. Off oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, um, they even got they brought back Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yes. Yes, but little ones. Little ones. A whole bunch of little ones. Oh, little yeah, ones. you guys see the previews. That's not a big secret. That's out there on all the the previews they're showing for the commercial. So yeah, you definitely got to check it out because they had like a little a little short you know teaser bit that they brought out at one time now they got the full like 30 second commercial slot for it and i cannot wait to see it man you know what movie i'm excited for what dune oh i know i forgot about that oh yeah your all-time favorite book yeah yeah now it'll be your all-time favorite movie uh we'll see yeah they they've screwed it up at least once sci-fi did a good version but they've screwed it up at least once the first one was garbage yeah hot garbage like nasty juicy garbage like it was terrible that bad? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I I know what Dune's about, and I've like read, I think maybe like two or three sentences. Yeah, you're from not the into book. it like I am. Yeah, I'm just I've never been a, a big Dune fan or anything. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. Like I, I know so many people who are like into the Harry Potter books and into those are good you know, too. All, I was a guy who always read like when I was growing up as a kid. You know, comics obviously. You know, I was a big Punisher fan. You know, Punisher, Wolverine. Uh, Batman, those were like my, my, and Spider-Man, those were like my, my top four. Like, I loved every one of their comics, right? Um, you know, everybody else was like into Superman, you know, stuff like that. Mine was, I, I always liked the anti-hero. Oh, yeah. I always liked the anti-hero characters, you know, like I said, like Wolverine, uh, even Blade, you know. Yes. The, the, the anti-hero characters are the ones that I always loved. Uh, Punisher, by far, my favorite, hands down. I, I, you know, I started reading the Punisher comics when they came out, you know, and just... I remember when he was like a sideline character, and then he just got so popular they created his own series. Oh, know? yeah. Well, everybody likes the Punisher now. Yeah. You, I, I have never seen so many Punisher faces on everything. <laughs> I think it's because of Chris Kyle making that so um, big with the Punisher logo through the military. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what really enhanced that emblem coming out and people getting more familiar with, you know, well, where did that come from? It's like, well, he got it from the Punisher comics. That's where that came from. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I don't know. I So I didn't really grow up with too many comics because mm-hmm. my library was literally a train car, which is a cool, super cool library. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I got to admit, cool. that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's that's cool. Oh, you almost did it. What? Yes. What? You almost said BA. What, badass? Oh, you can say bad. that? I can say that, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> thought we were dodging fines. No, no, But no, no it, it had books. It didn't have comic books. It just had regular books. And then, like, we had a... You were a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, I was. Okay. That's cool, though. I was a vicious nerd, though. You know what? I was a, I was a, I was an outdoors kid a lot, yeah. though. I mean, like, me... <laughs> I mean, I remember me and my friends when I was, like, 13, 14. Like, we all had BB guns. I had an M16 BB gun, right? It looked just like an M16, but it was, you know, the pump action. You know, yeah, like, every teen had that. Um, but the thing was that we would dress up in full camo. Nice. We were like a we were like a, a an underage SEAL team. <laughs> you know, we would be out there hiding in the dark, you know, because we could play out in the dark after you know it got dark on the weekends. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd be out there in a little wooded area by the house and shooting at each other for fun. Yeah, this was how we played. Yeah, that's yeah. how we played too. Yeah. <laughs> Beat up on each other, oh, shot yeah. each other. Dude, I can't count how many times, man. One of us would wind up in the hospital, or not like you know in traction and crap, but you know go get a couple stitches. Yeah. you know. I had an annual stitch. Broke arm, awesome. you know, broke finger or something. Yeah, just doing dumb stuff. Wow, that show went quick. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. Jesus. Um, we need a longer show. Yeah. So I guess to wrap this up, just be prepared. We're all gonna die. Pretty much. Yep. Okay. And I got two tickets to paradise. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I can't believe <laughs> that's that's where my mind went. That's where it went. Oh my god, that actually cracked me up. That just caught me. I don't know why. It just caught me totally off off guard. Yeah, well, I'm totally random. Anyways, um, yeah. folks, if you want to check us out on social media, you have Mr. Hancock underscore V O T A. Not anymore. I changed it. What? Yes, because I got tired of people trying to figure out what my name was when they looked at just that. And so I change it. Now it's Chance underscore Hancock underscore official. Oh, well, I should probably – I don't want to change mine. Mine is the underscore no, caffeinated underscore captain. Like, you can't beat the caffeinated captain. Yeah. Like, that is too golden. You are a boat, licensed <laughs> boat captain and experienced boat captain and all that. There's nothing wrong with that. And you do drink a lot of coffee and I, caffeine, period, really. Yeah, no. I need an IV of caffeine. Anyways, yeah. check us out. That's our Insta. Um, I don't – 
And well, oh, really? at Paraprobe Radio. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, at Paraprobe Did Radio you... on Instagram, which is at Paraprobe Radio on Facebook, and then it's just Paraprobe on Twitter. And that's why I can't remember it because I don't remember which is which. <laughs> <laughs> remember, Facebook is attached to Instagram, so oh. both of those are at Paraprobe Radio, and then Twitter is just Paraprobe. That makes sense. All right, all right. And we'll be moving right along, folks. We have are. a great weekend. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Remember, on the 7th, we have a major announcement to make. Catch that show. Buy solar panels. Why is this not playing? <laughs>